Hi, I'm Glenn. And I'm Jim, and welcome to the Backstage Show. on the Backstage Show, we'll be continuing our interview with the President and Vice President of Village Players of Hatboro, Allison Schrader. Welcome. Hi. Thank you very much for having me. And Ashley Laura Lee. Hello, hello. See, now that's how that you do it. Now so we know <laughs> whose voice is speakers. <laughs> we'll figure this out for sooner or later. people. <laughs> you know, the first year, people, everybody's trying to learn their job. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what my job is. All I know is I'm not getting paid enough. <laughs> so when we left you last week, we were discussing the current season, the upcoming season, I guess. it's Well, it's current now when this it airs. Is now it's current. upcoming as we're recording, current as it's aired. And we were going to continue uh, with the discussion of the format of the season. Correct. So I recall that the traditional format was <laughs> beginning and end with a comedy, <laughs> and then throw in usually a light, lighter drama in one of the middle two slots, and a mystery in the other of the two slots. <laughs> yes. That's that's kind of how... It's been our traditional format. Yes. Yeah. It's the it's the usual go-to, yes. So right. is it kind of like an unspoken tradition? There's no, like, it's not a written no rule. rules or anything like that? It's I not think. a written rule. Mm -hmm. And with how our audience has been growing the last couple of years, we've been sort of, like, changing it slightly. Mm -hmm. Quite a lot, I think, really. Well, we want to... We, last year on the reading committee, we wanted to pick something, we picked two shows that people absolutely know, and then mm -hmm. two shows that are maybe more well-known to actors and not necessarily the general audience. Mm -hmm. And we bookended that, like, okay, what do we open with? I think we got to end with Biloxi because, you know, it's Neil Simon, that'll knock it out of the park. No mm -hmm. problem. Start with Jurors, because it's a well-known show, and that'll definitely get people to come to the theater for the rest of the season. And it's hilarious. Mm -hmm. so oh, yes. Release <laughs> <Early> slapper. <laughs> Um, and then seminar and proof will be in the middle, which were more modern or shows. And I feel mm -hmm. as, I feel as the VPH has not in the past done too many modern shows. Yeah, so often, I would agree. not often. Yeah, mm -hmm. like we, they definitely tend towards tried and true, uh, oldie but goodie kind of yes chestnuts. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. but especially with our evolving clientele, as Allison said, and uh, an evolving board uh, who are in charge of choosing mm -hmm. the shows. We wanted to kind of get a little bit more edgy over the years, which is yeah. Great. In fact, <laughs> in fact, this may be the first time that I recall that there isn't actually a farce in the season. There is not. There yeah. almost always was yeah. at least one farce in the season that, that I can recall that far back. I, think you're right. yeah. I do love farces, though. They, that's Everybody loves a good form. A lot of people have. Yeah. Well, I kind of got tired of directing them. Yeah, <laughs> I can get. Sure. I can understand that. But uh, we did take note of that because we looked at the lineup and was like, "It's a really good lineup, but there's not a farce." <laughs> so we pay, So we're paying extra close attention to that mm -hmm. this year yeah. for See how it does and right. Yeah. Yes. Well, if Odd Couple had been picked, that probably would have been the closest to. Yes. yes. Farce. At least two comedies and one is usually a farce. I don't really count that yeah. as a farce, but yeah. not really. That's more of a straight comedy. It's not much of a stretch, though. From... Mm -hmm. No, no. So is this kind of like an experimental season, kind of seeing how it does? Inadvertently. I don't think we, <laughs> I don't think we did it on purpose saying, this year we're going to do it. No, we didn't, this way. we didn't plan it. It just happened that we chose, or they chose, I, I wasn't on there. You were, though. You were on the reading I committee? was on the reading committee yeah, last year. I think it just year. happened that you guys chose four plays that you wanted to do, and then it just, that's how it was. It actually kind of started the year before, I think, mm -hmm. because we opened um, 
the previous season with Hound of the Baskervilles, which our lovely host, Jim Balsarek, directed. <laughs> That's co-host. Co-host. Um, co-host. <laughs> lovely co-host. Yeah, I'm, I'm second billing. <laughs> Glenn, I, I would never forget you. <laughs> well, I'm sitting right in front of you, so I'm <laughs> But yeah, we uh, were like, okay, we have Hound of the Baskervilles. It's not a comedy, which is what we usually open mm -hmm. with, but it's something right. people know. Mm -hmm. And hey, it's a mystery. October, Halloween. Right. Put that together. That, I that seemed like that a good made fit. a lot of sense. Yes. Yeah. I feel like I, that should have been I the agree. thing from That's the beginning. That's just kind of why I was pushing for doing that. Mm -hmm. And did that sell well? Yes. Okay. Yeah, well. It did go very did well. It? I don't I remember. So. <laughs> uh, one story I heard from a couple audience members was it was a Sunday afternoon a matinee show, and they walked out, and they were like, that was a lovely way to spend a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> what more could you ask? Wow. So, really? And it was, and it's a, you know, it's a dramatic mystery. So mm -hmm. you don't, ex with our normal clientele, you normally don't expect to hear that. But that felt right. really good to hear. Yeah. And um, after Hound of the Baskervilles, we did another classic show, Arsenic and Old Lace. Uh, I actually I directed that a couple of years ago. I directed it. Yeah. Uh, it was my first di directing, a first time directing a full season show. Mm -hmm. And um, that went over really well, too. In fact, that show actually has the record number of highest online ticket sales that our theater has ever done. Okay. So we have two shows that people know really well. And then at the end of the season, we did a Neil Simon drama comedy called Lost in Yonkers. Mm -hmm. And then we finished it off with Unnecessary Farce, which is a farce. Right. So two Really? That would, that would have been... <laughs> I never would have gotten title that. Title kind of gives it away, yeah. <laughs> So two shows people know, two shows that you know are not as quite well known. It seemed to work out last season, mm -hmm. so we're trying it again this season. So and it's good balance of familiar and new, not as familiar. Yeah, absolutely. So the target audience, would you, I mean, you're trying to broaden the audience. I yes. think. I mean, you. I remember a couple of years ago when you had Cuckoo's Nest on here. That was a massive turnout. Oh yeah. Uh, Huge. Probably brought a lot of people here that mm -hmm. hadn't been here before, I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. Well, that's another initiative we were um, taking on this because of Cuckoo. With Cuckoo, we pushed a lot for auditions. Um, and Ashley's directed of... Cuckoo's oh, Nest, yes, just to plug I, her. I am the uh, director for Cuckoo's Nest, or was, I guess, the director for Cuckoo's <laughs> Nest. But yeah, no, we, we did a lot of publicity for auditions as well mm -hmm. as for the show, and I think that in addition to the cast being huge, we had like, what, 12, 13? People, I was going to say, you had a lot. You had a lot. Had a huge cast. It, that definitely helped in bringing in sales. And that, so, yeah. So, are you finding the audience is broadening from what it was? Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think so. And especially with uh, the fact that we are trying different shows and that brings in new actors and different actors who will bring in their friends and family who right. are different from our usual clientele, which just tend to be the neighbors in the area. <laughs> so outside of that, are you doing anything to push like the publicity to try and get new people in? Or is it just kind of hoping that the uh, the, the new cast brings in new audience? Or Well, uh, Kevin, our um, Kevin Christian, who is directing Proof again, he is our head of publicity. Yes. And he has been taking on these new initiatives to put out the audition notices a little bit early on different websites, on um, different ways. He and Dawn, I think, have been working on different ways to spread the word yeah. about auditions and shows so and this is the first year that there he's been head of publicity so he's it's it's a new thing mm -hmm. sort okay. of the things that he's doing this year is basically a test for it yeah and see what it brings mm -hmm. but we tend to cast new people a lot of new people recently i think i think a lot of the directors here also have they have this policy of like a personal policy to cast at least one new person yeah i generally try to do that myself yeah. when i direct which i think is a nice it's, it's a very good policy i yeah. think uh, i think i've done it with well i didn't do it with the first show i directed 
I only cast. Well, <laughs> I really only cast Slope, but they were the only ones. Who harder to do for a smaller cast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but for Cuckoo, almost all of them were new to the theater, and yeah. several of them, sorry, <laughs> and several of them returned for yeah. other shows. Yep, um, that's good. So yeah, definitely pushing for new talent. When it's you not cast just a target play. audience of people coming to watch it. It's yeah. also trying to. Bring new, new talent. talent. Yeah, exactly. because we're not like just casting the clique or right. th our friends or whatever that are here. And people that we have casted, I've heard this from a lot of them, they feel very welcome mm -hmm. and happy here because mm -hmm. we, we, treat, we treat them with, you know, respect, like family, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we do. It's kind of funny. I, I mean, there's always outsiders have certain views of certain theaters, but whenever you get inside and talk to people, Almost every one of them seems to say, everybody says they feel so welcomed here. <laughs> and I, I guess it's just once you go in and you are cast and you do that, I think most theaters are welcoming. Mm -hmm. I don't know that anyone is more welcoming than another. If you're welcome, you're welcome. If you don't get cast, you feel unwelcome. I don't know if that's, that's what it is, but it's just interesting to me that mm -hmm. most insiders at any given theater tend to talk about how welcoming they are. And I'm not trying to downplay. I'm right. sure you guys are welcoming. <laughs> I get what you're saying. Like, I think because we spend so much time together here rehearsing a show, <laughs> it does become almost like a, a family sure. kind of feeling or arrangement amongst mm -hmm. the, the cast and the crew. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the great it. thing about any theater, mm -hmm. is that you do kind of, you, you see these people frequently and you feel welcome and you feel like a family. I mean, and I've done shows at other theaters where I didn't feel as welcome mm -hmm. uh -huh. and I haven't gone back to those theaters. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, not every place is, but I'm sure if I talked to people within that theater, those who go there frequently probably feel more welcome. That and occasionally you find that in some of those families you have the one uncle nobody wants to keep talking to anymore. Maybe that's me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yep. no. I won't get into I'm it. I'm the weird uncle. <laughs> like I know. you keep that one weird friend around that nobody really likes, but you, you know, keep around as a punching bag. Is that <laughs> what you're talking about? <laughs> wow. Okay. Is that what no. you're talking about? No. Wow, this got dark. <laughs> no, I was thinking of people that I would later have probably classified into a do not cast list. Mm. Uh, a personal blacklist, if you will. Yes, yes, exactly. There we, go. we all have those too. Yes. <laughs> so going into the format of each individual show. They're, they run over three weekends. Mm -hmm. It's what, three Fridays and Saturdays and two matinees? Yes, two Sunday matinees? That's correct. And in between the weekends, it's common that you do one or possibly two benefit performances. It's actually not that common, but no? yeah, I mean, at least for two of the shows this season, we don't even have. No. Uh, All right, maybe I've just had the luck of the draw. With I was going to say, yeah. The shows that I've You've been, been involved with had, had at least one benefit show. A couple show. of benefits, yeah. We tend to have the same organizations come for the same time of year for shows. Yeah, that's true. We have the local Rotary Club in Hatboro that they love coming to the June show because it usually tends to be one of those funny knock-out-of-the-park sort of things. So they've already signed up for Biloxi. And then we have, what's the sub Sub organ, yeah, the clowns from uh, the Shriners, Shriners the lo local Shriners. Shriners, yeah, the, the local Shriners, yeah. yeah, it's the their little clown organization. And oh, <laughs> oh, is the parking lot filled with tiny cars? For yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember yeah. that. And then they were the Fez? Yeah. Yes. Well, the clowns are new, but I think that the Shriners themselves, is that a separate 
they've, sort of entity. They've definitely come a couple times. They've already. come a couple times, yeah. and they actually did two shows last year. For yes. Unnecessary Farce, we actually had three benefits, yeah. and that never happens. Wow. Yeah, yeah. that's... It's very rare. You, mm -hmm. If it's there are benefits, usually one or two. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So by benefit, are we talking about benefiting the theater, benefiting the organization that buys out the theater? A little bit of both. It's like a private booking of okay. a performance, yes. but it's usually the, the group they booking said, the Do they set their own ticket prices, that kind of thing? Yes. Okay. Yeah. They, we, they, pay they, us for the they pay us for the tickets, mm -hmm. and then they sell it at however they wish right. to. And, um, they, it's for their benefit. It's for their, for their benefit, right. okay. yes. Um, so it's like they're hiring out the theater right, and the right. cast to Yeah, I've been, I've, I've been involved with theaters that, yeah. that have done that, uh, but it seems to be less common. So that's, that's great mm -hmm. that you guys are still doing that. It's great that organizations still want to do that. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes, as you alluded to, they'll book it even without really knowing what the show is mm -hmm. actually going to be mm -hmm. yeah. for a particular time slot. I guess maybe that's not as common as I thought it was, but <laughs> yeah. like I said, it just so happened that shows I was involved with here, at least recently, tended to have at least one benefit. Mm -hmm. There's also summer shows occasionally, not always. Not always. We've had them for the last three years, right? It was epic. It was... Epic Proportions. Epi sorry, Epic Proportions. <laughs> was the last uh, one, but it was not this past summer. Yeah, it was the, the previous last. one. And then it was Faulty Towers before that. It's and Faulty. then it was She Kills it was, Monsters. It was These Shining Lives. Yeah, it was These Shining Lives, which I should know because I was in it. <laughs> and me <laughs> too. And before that, it, it was, was She Kills, Kills Monsters. Monsters, which I was also in. <laughs> and the very first uh, production I was involved with here was a summer show, A oh. Night of Monty Python's Flying Circus, back in 2006. Yes. So what, if there's not a summer show, what happens between June and October? I mean, other than rehearsals for the, the October show. rests. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that when you guys get work done on the building? Or? Uh, Funny enough, that's actually what just happened. Yeah, yeah we just got the roof done. <laughs> yeah, we got but a new roof. That's, it's not, they're not, they're not mutually exclusive. When we did mm -hmm. these Shining Lives three summers ago, mm -hmm. um, they were redoing the auditorium, and mm -hmm. that was the reason we couldn't have, we tried to get an extra weekend, I yeah. think, of the show, and we couldn't because the auditorium auditorium wasn't done ah, yeah. yeah or something like that I mm -hmm. forget but yeah we've had good success with the summer shows mm -hmm. the last few years yeah the summer show is usually an opportunity for the, sh the theater to really take a plunge on a show that probably wouldn't fly as a normal season right because show. Mm -hmm. at least you know back as far as I remember it was usually a one weekend only thing mm -hmm. and then in recent years it's got expanded to what two weekends I think two, two weekends, weekends. yeah have you considered expanding to five shows in a season or do you not think that that would be supported it's just a lot of work. <laughs> it is a lot of work. Well, I mean, particularly with Epic Proportions, that oh, yeah. was basically a full-fledged production. It could have it been, huge. Yeah. you know, part we could of the season, it. except that it wasn't within the season ticket membership yeah. mm -hmm. structure. I'm just curious because the the, the structure, the, the dates and such, are, are similar to, say, Barley Sheaf, and, mm -hmm. who has a five-show season, but they start in September. So, mm -hmm. just I think curious. it's been discussed, but I don't know if it's ever. I think it's just we've traditionally done four shows, and then yeah. if there's an opportunity, if we do the summer show, and mm -hmm. but we've had, we've also done like special event shows. Yeah, like um, uh, A or B, B mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which showed, I think they randomly did in what was it? April. April, which mm -hmm. was in between, obviously, the March and June show. Right. I think because there was just enough time to do. And it, it was only that was only a one weekend thing. Wasn't no, it? it was a full production. Oh, was it? It was oh, a full okay. three weekend. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and it was excellent. And that was the one. The, the playwright uh, came for the that. The playwright came, and he he uh, he vouched for it, not vouched for it. He uh, publicized. That for was it. Uh, Ken Levine. Yeah. 
Yep, he wrote for uh, Cheers and Frasier. He won an Emmy or something. He won an Emmy, yeah. yeah. He basically created the whole Sam and Diane power struggle couple <laughs> dynamic thing. You know? Relationship. Yes, that All word. <laughs> that word. <laughs> yeah, it's a relationship word. Power struggle. <laughs> well, with that one it was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that was, I think that's the only time I remember in, in mid-season mm -hmm. kind of special production happening mm -hmm. like that. But they're also uh, non- scripted stage shows that have happened here, like uh, we had a magic show recently, right? Oh yeah, we have a lot of events like that. We do the, had we a, have, we've had the magic show. Hypnotist? We, we had a hypnotist, mm -hmm. we had the Christmas show where it was the, we. what's that very famous um, night before Christmas? Yeah. Christmas Carol? Christmas Carol. <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't Christmas Carol. It was a, Twas the Night Before Christmas. Oh, it was the night. House. Okay, yeah. that one. <laughs> we did that. That was an You said, I thought you were saying Nightmare Before Christmas. No. I'm like, we didn't put that on. <laughs> that would be great. I would have auditioned for that. That would be great. Yeah. I think that would have to be a full-fledged production. It would yeah. have to be, and that would sell great. But yeah, there was... um. There's a local uh, belly dancing school, and they do performances here. We've had film festivals, a couple film festivals the That's last right. few years. Some local, local independent filmmakers have come in. I've been to a couple of those. Yeah. So is this like renting out the theater, or is it something that's arranged by it's the board? It's usually arranged by the board, but we also rent it out. We also mm -hmm. do rent it out if no one from that particular organization has any affiliation, if they're actually involved somehow in the theater already. Right. We do have some people in our theater who are regular actors, who are on committees and everything, mm -hmm. who do make their own films. So you kind of arrange to to mm -hmm. around that to yes. screen them here. That's the word. Screen. Yeah. Yes. And our membership cool. committee and our membership, our heads of membership, Laura and Tim. <laughs> What's their name? Um, they, Tim. They are Tim. Tim. Um, they they uh, work with the board um, to come up with events that will uh, appeal to our membership mm -hmm. base and also that we can open to the public. And so yeah, it really depends on the event, but mostly they are internal stuff that we come up with. Yes. Right? Like the monologue blast. Like tell monologue us about blast. the monologue yeah, blast. Yeah, Austin, tell us about the monologue well, blast. Well, this idea came because I actually was a judge in a previous monologue blast. After I had directed Arsenic and Old Lace in January, I actually had a couple of my actors were in an acting school and their teacher emailed me and said, hey, I'm doing this monologue blast with a bunch of my students. Would you be willing to be a judge? There's also a Broadway playwright and a Walnut Street Theater instructor as the other two judges. Would you be willing to be the third? Because I really loved Arsenic and Old Lace and I also saw you in Hound of the Baskervilles and I would just love to have you there. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely, why not? Let's, let's network, let's do this. And I got to meet a lot of great amazing people. I got to see a lot of talented actors do monologues. And I'm like, you know what? I think this is something that Village Players of Hapro could do. I think this is something we could put on and it would be successful. And this would definitely draw a lot more people, actors included, to come to our theater and even audition for mm -hmm. future things. For the monologue bless in September, we have four we have four judges, not just three. I did not judge, I was emceeing. We had Christopher Kanan, who is an Emmy Award winning writer. He used to write for he was a co-creator for Walker, Texas Ranger. And um, he actually won the previous monologue blast. <laughs> he won it. He didn't judge. He actually was an actor and won it. Um, is that really all the structure of it is? Is that people go up and perform? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. One. I, I mean, yeah. I hadn't. I, I'm not really familiar with a monologue blast, so it's kind of like I, there's a lot of theaters that do one act festivals, so mm -hmm. it's kind of 
Yeah. Similar to that, but it's just one person delivering a monologue. Yeah, well, our, our okay. con this concept started this as a as a one act festival, okay. but it then did. we decided to pare it down to a monologue mm -hmm. because we felt the one acts would be a little bit too much as a first time experiment because mm -hmm. we've right. done yeah. nothing like this before. We haven't done anything Good like point. this before. Yeah. yeah, we have Broadway playwright John Augustine, who's actually the husband of Christopher Durang. Mm -hmm. We have a Walnut Street theater instructor. Her name is Drusy McDaniel, and we also have a producer of a playwright group. Her name is Mandy Hammerstein, and yes, she is related. Her husband is the grandson of the Oscar Hammerstein II. Wow. So we have four great judges. And how did you find these people? How did I find these people? well-connected, well, Miss Allison. <laughs> yes. Well two, of, well, two of the judges were the judges in the previous monologue class, so that was I, all I had to do was reach out to them. Okay. And um, I had already a connection. Yes. <laughs> and I already had a connection with Christopher Kanan because he and I have been doing some projects separately as well. Mandy, I hadn't met before, but I'm like, okay, you're involved with all three of these people? Cool. All right, yes. Let's let's have four judges. Who knows what can happen? I wanted at least three people mm -hmm. to judge, but no more than five. Mm -hmm. But basically, we have 15 slots open for actors, and they are going to do a two to three minute monologue. We gave them, you know, free reign, play, movie, television, whatever, which whatever genre you want to go. It can even comedic, dramatic, didn't really matter. And because we just wanted to see what would happen, how this would go the first time. Right. And the judges are going to basically decide which one is, which one wins. Mm -hmm. So interesting. We have a lot of great actors. Some I've worked with before, some I haven't worked with before that are coming out for this. And I'm very excited to see what they bring. And this yeah. is set up for this coming season. Yeah. When is it set up? It's set up for, it has already happened. Ah. It has happened on. <laughs> the September uh, membership meeting. Yes. Oh, okay. Our September membership meeting is Wednesday, September 19th. Okay. So. That's when it happened. That's yes. when it happened. In the past. So we'll already know who won. <laughs> so we will, you will, yeah, the winner will already have been announced by the yes. time you've heard this. <laughs> so if you're curious as to who that winner was, in case you did not happen to attend the event, where should they go to find out? Thevillageplayers.com. Indeed. There you go. <laughs> <Dot> com. <laughs> Got to plug these websites. We've learned oh, that the hard way. Good. We forget sometimes. Any other websites we want to plug? Um, you can visit our website. <laughs> Wikipedia is nice. <laughs> I like Google can, myself. What about backstage.link? That's a good one. Hey! Okay. <laughs> like that. So, a lot going on, mm -hmm. generally yes. speaking. Oh, yeah, we're busy. And uh, so, oh, just one question. So, is the Monologue Blast open to members and non members, or just members? Or? Yes. It is open to the public, yeah. Oh, okay. It is free and open to the public. But the people are actually monologizing. Is that? I like that word. That it is, is now. It is now. It is word. Urban Dictionary, take note. Yes. Um, <laughs> The people who are monologizing? Monologizing. Monologizing? Okay, that's the new word? All right. I monologize. Yeah, they're... I apologize. Well, in, the, <laughs> well, in the previous monologue blast, they actually had their actors put, uh, pay, I think it was $10, and they put it into a pot, and whoever won the contest got half that pot, and the other half went to the library that they were hosting the mm -hmm. event in. So maybe that is something for us to do in the future. We're doing it at the members' meeting, and usually if we do event, an event at the members' meeting, it's usually free and open to the public. Right. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, frequently the members' meeting has been the forum for aspiring directors to have their one act performed, which we all went through at one Correct. time or another. Yes. Right, I remember you talking about that. Yep. So this will be a little bit different. Is this just one membership meeting a year here, or are there multiple? Quarterly. Four? Yeah, okay. we do four. It used to be monthly, but mm -hmm. attendance wasn't very good. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I, there are a lot of theaters that have cut down to just one per year. Yeah. So. yeah. 
Yep, we do September, December, March, and June mm -hmm. for our membership And meetings. as a member, or as somebody who becomes a member, mm -hmm. what do they get? <laughs> well, our well, Jim, we'll let you know what they get. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them what they win, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> they, they pay $20, and with that, they get a ticket to each regular season show. The four. Four regular uh, season no shows. No summer shows. Mm -hmm. No summer shows. Usually that's what we require of our actors. Mm -hmm. When they get cast in a show, yeah. we require to them to yes. become a member. Mm -hmm. And they also get access to pretty much all of our membership events that mm -hmm. aren't open to the public. And it's usually things like pizza parties. We have an annual Christmas party. Christmas, that's the, at the December meeting. Yeah. There's going to be, we're going to do something for Halloween this year. Mm hmm and that's going to be exclusively for members, I believe. So Members only. Coming yeah. up very soon. Yes. Not the jacket. <laughs> they used to have uh, trick-or-treaters come in here. They still, they, still they still do. They still do. Yeah. That's going to happen uh, Halloween night, Halloween. which is which is callbacks night, so just be aware I of that. I know it is. <laughs> be aware yeah, this of that. Is the, it's going to be fun. For those unfamiliar, this is like just smack dab in the middle of a residential neighborhood. Correct. Yes. So. yes. There's a park next door to it. Mm -hmm. I remember the first time I came to this theater, I was very confused. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where I, am it's, I? <laughs> I? There are very few community theaters that are like, oh, it's right there. Mm -hmm. it, it, they all seem to be buried Off somewhere that are hard track. to find. Yeah. I mean, not all of them, but... but Majority. We actually do get a decent amount of kids that come here for Halloween. Yeah. Trick or treat. Yes. Yeah. We usually That's have sweet. one or two people here. You have people in costume from the current show. <laughs> we do. Whoever is giving out That's candy usually idea. does dress yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, finalizing on membership. So there are certain uh, volunteer, I guess, activities that are expected. <laughs> we do require our members to, for every season show, to volunteer somehow. Uh, whether it's in the lobby, uh, handing out programs, or doing the 50-50 or concessions, or even helping us build the set or paint the set, lights and sound. It's, mm -hmm. People are very active, I believe. Or so. being or in a show. Being in a show counts, too, yes. You're a member in good standing. <laughs> <laughs> so is that... However, well, didn't I'm say directing a show. Yes. We pointed that out earlier. We actually figured that out <laughs> earlier. Now, is this for... I'm not sure if I heard right. Is that for every show they have to volunteer or for just once I in a season? once in the season. I've actually had people do every show. Well, I mean, no, yeah. they, they can do every show, right. but it, the requirement is they have to volunteer once, I thought right? it was for every show, but it may have... I'm, I we know. have been examining the bylaws recently, yeah. so... Yes. As you can see, it's not something we really have to explore a lot because we do have people who come in and they, right. they volunteer for everything. If mm -hmm. they can, so nobody's like, oh gosh, I have to volunteer so because yeah. I'm a member. Me member. Yes, for those who are a little bit further away, that might that's, not be so yeah, convenient. That, that's yeah. what I would. That's what I would think if you're like 40 minutes away or whatever. Which we totally take into consideration, mm -hmm. we, and we we do the same thing with the membership fee. If there's ever like an issue that they can't pay it, they we just we work with them. Right. Whatever, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, we're a community theater for a reason. It's yes. Speaking of the community, <laughs> Village Players has also been quite involved with uh, some. Uh, other groups affiliated in the borough of Hatboro, uh, as well as borough events that have taken place. For example, First Friday. Hatboro, borough, borough events. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the borough is spelled two different ways. That's right. <laughs> I suppose it is, yeah. <laughs> so what sort of events uh, have you been involved with in recent years? Recently, um, with the new board, we've been taking more measures to be more, even more involved in mm -hmm. the community. And um, we're actually going to be helping out with it. We're actually going to have a table at Summer Nights in Hatboro, which is going to be on Friday. This Friday, which you have already missed. You have already missed on uh, September 21st. An extension of the first Fridays, yes. but now on not the first Fridays. Yeah, because summer is first Friday, right. no, no longer. So. And I, I remember in the past, you'd have a table, mm -hmm. we'd have to be a table for, usually it came kind of came around the time of when a show was about to open, so it was a good opportunity yeah. to kind of promote the show coming up and mm -hmm. that kind of a thing. 
Yep. Yeah. They get to find out about our whole season since it's just the beginning of the season. Right. And um, who knows? Someone might come up and be like, oh, that would be fun to audition for. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which is why or I will fun be to there. Attend. <laughs> yes. Uh, wasn't there uh, the Hepper Parade? Yeah, the was Thanksgiving. That last year? Yeah, and we did it what two years ago as well. I think it was two years we started. It was marching yeah. in the parade. Yeah, we marched in the parade. It's a um, long walk. Yeah, it was not that bad. Some of us actually. rode in the bed of a truck. Yes. Oh, <laughs> um, but this year we're actually we start in the previous years with the parade. We haven't been able. We haven't adequately prepared enough. Um, but this year we're starting early. We're going to get a lot of people to volunteer, maybe maybe come up with something a bit more substantial than just a truck with a sign. <laughs> you guys are in costumes, though, right? We weren't kind the first of? year I did it. But oh, you weren't oh. the first year you did it? Yeah, okay. Last year did we? We did last year. A, lot, a, a few of them did. Yeah. I wore, I actually, I wore my mom's arsenic and old lace t-shirt from when she was in arsenic and old lace <laughs> because I was promoting arsenic and old lace. So, yeah, we're get, definitely getting more involved with the Thanksgiving mm -hmm. Day Parade. Yeah. It's not that Thanksgiving Day. It's actually the Sunday before Thanksgiving that yeah. that, that yeah, is that's Hepper right. that's Parade. Yeah, that's traditionally right. is, yep. Except that it ends with Santa Claus, so go figure. It does. <laughs> I remember that from being a kid growing up in Hepper. The last thing I wanted to bring up for this episode is uh, we have been over the years working with a nearby retirement community. I'm trying to blank on the name. Of Wesley. Wesley oh, Enhanced God. Living. Thank you very much. What is it? No, because I couldn't remember either. <laughs> Wesley Enhanced Living. Yes. yes. Okay. So a couple ways we've over years worked with them. First off, they've brought a busload of people for many of the final dress rehearsals. Mm-hmm. That have taken place here. Yeah, so you get to get used to having an audience before the show officially opens. Yeah, that's a really the great way to do that. Yeah. yeah, and we do it for free for them. They, right. they just bust themselves in. They sit. Mm -hmm. They have a good time. Usually, they do. They hopefully. Yeah, they usually do. Yeah. It's usually smaller groups, yeah. but sometimes yeah. it could be I don't know, ten or twenty people. Yeah, mm -hmm. around that definitely. Yeah. Yes. And kind of as a quid pro quo, they have offered the use of some of their community spaces for rehearsals if there's ever a need. For yes. a conflict. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which we've used uh, quite a bit in the past. Yes, um, we have. When we've had, like, for instance, the summer show audition, not auditioning, rehearsing at the same time that the October show is right, rehearsing. Right, yeah. Well, so. since I last directed the October show last year, exactly. we used their space, I think it was one day a week, mm -hmm. because we were rehearsing, probably all were rehearsing Thursdays and there was a conflict, so. You guys we did. I did our rehearsals at their. Uh, it was sort of like their community rec room. Yeah. yeah, and we did for these Shining Lives, we were there pretty much the entirety of our rehearsal okay. time because that was when the theater was getting redone. With the seats? With the seating. Ah, uh, so, yes. Yeah. It's like two minutes away, so yeah. it's yeah. very convenient. Right around the corner. That's great. Well, I think that about wraps up for this episode. In the next episode, we would like to uh, discuss some stories of personal experiences between the three of us, at least. Mm -hmm. I think we have quite a few oh, yeah. to hit. I've been in the audience <laughs> here a couple of times. I have no stories. <laughs> Plenty of backstage uh, stuff. <laughs> so, meantime, thank you for joining us. Again, uh, the Village Players website is thevillageplayers.com, and the Backstage Show website is... Backstage.link. And the email address is... Podcast at backstage.link. Very good. You get a cookie. Thank you. Yay, <laughs> cookie. Oh, wait, I don't have any cookies. Oh. I knew I should have brought mine. <laughs> <laughs> Speak, boy. Good. Good boy. <laughs> All right. All right. What's well, so see you next time. Uh, meantime, uh, I remain to be Glenn. And as last I checked, I'm still Jim. It looks like it, yeah. And you've been listening to the Backstage Show. See you next time. Let's do a podcast. Why are we here? What's happening? Um... What's happening? <laughs> Sorry, continue. 
I don't remember what the hell we were talking about. <laughs> you were saying uh, um, publicity. Well, Jim writes wonderful music, so. He does. Yes. Red <laughs> sails in the sunset. I didn't write that. <laughs> I didn't write that. <laughs> ba -da 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 -da. They're still going at it. <laughs> <laughs>